Welcome back to our Prayer is Breathing podcast. My name is LaToya and I'm so excited to kick off a new series called Tell the World, where we're going to have testimonies of the goodness of God. And we are kicking off that series today. And of course, in between, we're still going to talk about prayer. We're going to tie in to your prayer life and you growing closer to God. But I want to introduce some guests to you that are going to share their testimonies of faith, of God, of salvation. And today we are starting with Hillary Smith. And I'm so excited to have her on our podcast. She is a woman of prayer, a woman of faith, and she has a very powerful testimony that will be a blessing to your life. Welcome to our Prayers Breathing Podcast. Hi, Hillary. How are you? Hi, Latoya. I'm great. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Thank you for being a part of our podcast. So let's jump right in. I want to talk to you about your testimony and we are telling the world um, today about your testimony and all that God has done in your life. So give us a little bit of background about yourself. Sure. So first of all, I love God, love Jesus and love the Holy Spirit. I am happily married now and have been for two and a half years and some exciting news. We are actually having a baby soon in the next couple of months. Congratulations. I love it. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. And tell us a little bit about uh, just your childhood or your upbringing. Did you grow up in church? Talk to us a little bit about that. Of course. So I grew up in a Christian household. We went to church every Sunday, went to Bible study and Bible school and participated in events, you know, practiced on the usher board, things like that. And so I grew up in a pretty solid household. Okay. All right. So tell me when you first kind of uh, maybe gave your heart to the Lord or Uh, just surrendered your life to God. I know most people do that kind of as a child and, you know, then life hits. So tell me a little bit about that as well. Okay. So our church had invited everyone out to this strong man Christian event that they were having at a local high school in the area. And so my family and I went and it was really cool. It was a bunch of really strong guys that were like ripping um, phone books and lifting really heavy things and they were all doing it in the name of Jesus and God and um, just showing the strength that you can get from Jesus from it and mm-hmm. at the end of this event they of course let everyone in the prayer to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and I believe I was about in fifth grade at the time mm-hmm. and of course you know whenever people or pastors or at an event they're doing this prayer call they always ask you to close your eyes me I have my eyes closed but I did just peek open just to see (laughs) if anybody around me was raising their hand to get this prayer and I noticed my younger sister who's three years younger than me she was raising her hand and I knew that at the church we went to whenever you say this prayer you go to the front and you know Um, announce that you want to join the church as well and that you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So I was thinking, man, if my sister goes up there, my younger sister, 
goes up there, mm-hmm. that it's going to look funny if me being the older one doesn't go up there also. So I raised my hand just because I didn't want it to look weird or awkward Okay. and accepted Christ. And so fast forward to probably a couple more years later than that, I started to have these real questions about who Jesus is and, you know, how is he, you know, hearing everyone's prayers at the same time and just a lot of questions that someone would have who's just really about to go into their next level of their faith. And I found that I had a lot of these questions and the people that were around me couldn't really quite answer them in the way that gave me peace and full understanding of what I needed to know to continue in this lifestyle. So when I went off to college, I kind of just stopped going to church just as many college students do you know their parents aren't forcing them to go to church anymore but I also kind of just developed this uncertainty of whether Christianity was just this made-up thing that people just do to you know put a band-aid on things and make you feel better like a magical thing that people have just made up or was this something that is real is this does this really have some truth and depth to it? Um, And I decided that it didn't. And I decided that people who went to church were very hypocritical and they would say things and do certain things and act a certain way in church. And I would see those same people go out of church and turn on the different radio stations than you had on the way to church and do different things throughout the week that have nothing to do with glorifying God and Jesus. And in my own maturity at the time, I just felt that was just extremely hypocritical. And I didn't want to be any part of that. Mm. I think that's good, Hillary. I think that's so good, especially for uh, the generation that we're living in. You know, everybody wants something that is authentic. And so especially with Christianity, you know, you want to make sure that it's authentic, that it's real. And that those of us that represent Christ are really, really living out what we preach and what we read in the Bible. So I think it's good to hear your perspective, um, even as a college student and just your faith and and struggling to to realize if God is real or not. So that's really, really good. So tell us about when that kind of changed for you in your life or what were some things that helped you to really believe um, in Jesus Christ, that he really was real and that it was worth living out your life for Christ. Well, I would say it wasn't an immediate thing. I mean, I still believed in God to a certain degree. And I still, because I had grew up in a Christian household, I still had that Christian base in me. And so whenever something terrible would happen or when people were sad or upset, I would still say, oh, I'm going to pray for you about that. And then leave the situation or the setting or place and not do anything about it, not pray about it. It it became like these Christian mannerisms and things that we say all the time that hopefully we're actually doing and and the things that we're saying are true and we're honest in our hearts about it. It became something just for me to say. And it was just something that you just do. It's just like saying, bless you after someone sees. It's just an automatic reaction without actually believing in it or doing anything about it. And so um, right before I really truly came into believing in Jesus, I actually took a really far left turn. 
and um, I have a dance minor, so I was taking a lot of dance classes, and one of the dance classes that we took was um, the Haitian dancing religion of voodoo, which in Western world we all know as voodoo. And even though I knew it was obviously wrong, I still was jealous of their passion and their passionate ways toward the, this religion that they have been doing for many years that does not include Jesus. So in Christianity, I never saw that type of passion that these people had towards um, a way that wasn't the true way. Mm. And so how did that affect you? Did you feel like you wanted to find that passion as well? Exactly. So I wanted to, I wanted that same passion towards God and towards Christianity, but I just, in the way that Christianity was set up here, the way that I had only seen it, it just, I just didn't see the correlation and the passion and the room for passion there. Hmm. So I decided I was going to create my own religion and worship God and dance and appreciate nature but still at the time I didn't involve Jesus all right so tell us about when that actually changed for you because you went from not even believing you went from growing up in church to then not really believing in God um kind of with your faith and then to now we know that you are on fire for God loving Jesus so tell us about the night where that changed, where you begin to see a passion and really to believe in Christ in your heart and walk after him. Sure. So I had at that point completely stopped believing in organized religion and um, coming together with mass groups of people to, you know, worship God and, and learn more about Jesus. So there was this prayer night called Holy Ghost Prayer Night at a local church nearby the college I went to. And I still didn't believe in organized religion, so I, I wasn't really into going to a church for a church service. But, you know, everyone was like, this is different. You know, everyone could use prayer. It's only going to help you. Why don't you come out? And I'm a very open person, was then and still am. So I went because my now husband was one of the people that continuously bugged me about coming out for this prayer event. And so I went and there is where I truly met Jesus and understood that he was real. And this wasn't this made up magical religion that people just use to make them feel better. Okay. And how did you, how did you meet him there? How did you know that Jesus was real? Tell us about that night. So that night, um, we, at the church, the pastor was just saying, okay, you know, this isn't a spectator sport. You know, this is a time for you to just have your own quiet time while you're sitting in the audience, waiting for your turn to get prayer. And then just um, open up your heart to what God wants to say to you. So in the my seat, I was um, praying to God about just a few little things that was going on in my life at the time. And it was so crazy. When I went up for my prayer, everything that I had prayed about in my seat, the pastor hit on. Mm. He it was bringing up everything that I had prayed to God about. 
And in that moment, I was like, wow, I wasn't praying in a group of people. So there's no way anyone could have like went up to him and whispered before I went up there like, oh, she was praying about this. Like I was praying quietly to myself, to God. Um, And when I went up there, I was just blown away that God actually heard what I was saying and has told this man and given him the words to say to comfort me with the things that I was praying about. Wow, 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 wow. Towards the end of the prayer, um, I fell out in the spirit and it was an amazing experience because for one, I had seen people fall out in the spirit before and it had always been to me like, okay, obviously the pastor just push them down to the ground Mm -hmm. and sometimes that does happen but um I just knew it wasn't real I just knew you know no one would actually like fall out like that I've passed out for medical reasons in the past before so I knew what it would feel like if you know I'm standing up there and my knees are locked for too long and I fall out but this was not like that at all um the pastor was not even touching me and just the presence of God overcame me and I fell out. Someone gently caught me and placed me on the ground softly. And the euphoric feeling that I felt is just like no other. It was complete, true peace. And I can relate that now to the same feeling that we search for in the world when we when people go to try and do drugs to get rid of their feelings and their problems that they're going with or, you know, drink alcohol or um, just do different things that we're trying to search for that true peace and feeling of comfort and, you know, just letting everything go. And in that moment, the very first time that I was slain in the spirit, halfway even, not even sure if God was was real, mm. I felt that. I felt that true peace that we are always searching for. Yeah. And so when I came back to and um, woke up and, you know, kind of stood back up and people helped me up, I was just like, wow, God is real. Like, this isn't a joke. This isn't a game. This isn't a magical made up religion like I thought it was. Like every time I've ever prayed in the past, God actually heard me. Mm. And every time that I'm going to pray in the future, There is a real God and he hears me and the stories in the Bible are real and Jesus is real. And I just had this huge like awakening and I just really just felt the need to just, I was like, man, I have to tell everybody like, (laughs) do you know that God is real? No, no, no. But do you really know he's real? It's not fake. He's someone hears your prayers and it's God. Right. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love that God can meet us where we are. And I love that he's interested in relationship, not just religion or not just us being religious, um, but that we really get to know him. And he can show up in such a supernatural way, like you said, where nobody else could have known but God. So that's beautiful. So tell us where you are now with your prayer life and uh, with, you know, living out your walk and your relationship with God. So now with my prayer life and with God, I just really try to include God in everything and accept, you know, the word that Jesus is giving me and just his guidance and just have the Holy Spirit helping me through this walk and through this daily life that we live. 
And I also realized that not everyone in church is a hypocritical Christian. We're all trying. And as I've matured in my Christian walk, I come to realize that it's not about other people in the church. It's not about how other people are living their lives. That's just Mm -hmm. me pointing my finger and saying they're not doing the right thing. But it's about looking at yourself. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what is Jesus what is your relationship with Jesus? And that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so true because I think sometimes we can get so caught up, caught up and turned off, you know, by some things that we see. But when it boils down to it, it's up to us and our personal relationship with Christ. And of course, we always want to be good examples for other people to follow. Um, but we do want to make sure that at the end of the day, we're focused on if we are being true to who God is in our lives and we are being true to Jesus because we cannot control, you know, if other people are not true to their faith, but we can control our relationship with the Lord and what we decide to do with what God has done for us and in our lives. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I truly enjoyed this podcast, Hillary. It was awesome. And I want to thank all of you that tuned in, that listened. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Prayer Is Breathing. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at Prayer Is Breathing as well as you join our Facebook group. And if you want any prayer gear, you can check us out at Awake. That's A-W-A-K-E, Christian Clothing. And we're on Instagram and Facebook as well. So until next time, God bless you. God keep you. Know that God is real. Know that if you accept Jesus into your heart, that he will change you. He will transform your life. And if you're doubting or you are just unsure as to whether or not God is real, you can pray, you can cry out to him and he will respond to you. And I can testify and tell you that God is real. And we just want to tell the world that Jesus is real. And he did die on the cross for your sins, that you can have that true joy and peace that this world cannot give to you. Only God can give to you that joy and that peace. And if you ask him to come into your heart, he will do just that. So thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you stay tuned for our next episode. Have a wonderful, blessed week.